Welcome to the first episode of the Grandmasters Chatcast with most worshipful Daryl Fremont and myself, Dan Tooker. And without further ado, welcome the current Grandmaster of Iowa, most worshipful brother, Daryl Fremont. Welcome, Daryl. Well, thank you very much for having me. And I'm I'm still a little getting used to that, Dan. I mean, in a, we're a few months into this, but uh, uh, it hasn't quite completely sunk in, but it, it's growing on me. How's that? That that I was that was a question I was going to ask you. You know, once you you get that title, and uh, you know, I'm sure there are certain moments where you feel it, but you know, there's others where you're still kind of growing into it. Uh, obviously, the first question that is the natural question to ask you is, why are we doing this podcast now? Uh, the listeners don't know, but you and I have been trying to do something together for several years now, uh, even before, you know, you were the grandmaster. But why now? Why why this podcast? Well, I, well, I, I, I really, I, think, I really that think that as, as a leader, leader uh, in uh, Iowa in masonry, Iowa uh, uh, and, and we need to we get, need more, get more, focused more focused communication, communication more, more vehicles, vehicles of communication, communication uh, to, our, to our, our, membership. our membership. And I and believe I that using podcasts for uh, uh, as another venue, uh, social media. I see a lot of that going on. I'm a big fan. I think when used it correctly, uh, it can really spread the word for us. Uh, and I, and I see it. It's a, it, it's just a great thing that's going on. I, I've listened to podcasts. I know with the MSA, they, they do a great job with the short talk bulletin podcast and other podcasts out there. Um, and they just seem to be interesting. And it's something that people can download. Uh, they can listen uh, at their leisure. It's not like something you get in the mail that you usually lose and throw away. Uh, <laughs> right. Or even an email that, you know, maybe not get to you uh, because of those problems. So uh, I, I just like this vehicle. And I, and I hope that uh, this is something we can continue to do. And, uh, and, I, and I hope that... Uh, uh, certainly grandmasters that follow me uh, continue down this path as well. You know, the one thing about the podcast, and I've listened to a lot of Masonic podcasts, especially preparing for this, podcasts are, are a lot like lodges. Um, they ha all have a niche, right? You know, you have some that are very esoteric, and then you have some that, you know, go in different directions. Um, what I really like about the, this idea, and, and I'm going to ask you to get into it a little further, is this is really about communication and about bringing the state a lot closer together. Um, you know, when you're six hours from one end to the other, uh, it's hard to do, and it's a, a challenging uh, geographic. But what takeaway would you like to have um, or the listeners to have after listening um, to this podcast and future episodes. Uh, yeah, I would like to, you know, hopefully expound to them just, you know, the excitement that's going on right now in Iowa Masonry and, and Freemasonry across the whole North America. Uh, there is a resurgence of, you know, peaked interest. Uh, we're seeing, uh, I know at the Grand Lodge office, the, the whole Be a Freemason site that the Northern Jurisdiction of the Scottish Rite has put up. Uh, we get those uh, inquiries. And uh, I know that the Grand Secretary does a great job getting those out. Uh, just seeing more and more of that. Uh, and just the chatter and everything that's out on either Facebook or Instagram. Uh, those are the only two that I'm on, but I'm sure there's others out there. Uh, 
but just just the excitement. Uh, you know, we did a third degree yesterday, and King David Lodge in Altoona is working on, they have 21 candidates. I wow. mean, that's unheard of. Yeah. Uh, and, I've, and I know of other lodges that are starting to get a backlog. And um, I just want to make sure that, you know, when we do get the interest and we do uh, follow up and we bring members in, uh, mm-hmm. that we're doing a good job in our lodges uh, to help them, to orientate them, to enroll them uh, into our fraternities that uh, we just don't leave them by the wayside. So I think that's the next step. That's one of the, one of the focuses I'm going to have for the remainder of the year. And I've asked a couple of our committees to, to kind of look into that. Um, You know, and it's, and we have a proficiency, uh, but I think there's more to it than that. Uh, You know, whether it's the lodges can teach about their lodge history or some of the, you know, uh, Masons that were very critical in their communities and, and those type of things that, uh, you know, to help people feel grounded uh, and why they became a Mason. And, uh, you know, and, and once you get that, well, um, it, it, it's, a, it's, it's a life-changing experience for sure. Absolutely. Uh, but, uh, you know, it just, it just keeps you coming back. And uh, that's one of my main themes this year too, is, to, you know, let's, let's get everybody back at lodge and, and let's, if they're, if they're seeking something that they're not getting, let's work on how we can provide that for them. You mentioned the word resurgence and um, in my travels, I, I've, I've heard that term a lot. What would you attribute to all this resurgence and, and, young blood coming in. It's, it's, it's very exciting actually. Yeah. I, you know, and I don't have a, you know, I think we, we used to think that it was, you know, certainly the national treasure movie and the Dan Brown books. <laughs> right. Uh, but I don't think that was it at all. Uh, you know, and, and sometimes when you talk to, you know, certainly younger Masons or, you know, newer people that have interest, uh, they want to be part of something bigger than themselves. And, yeah. And there is a rich history and people are finding good, rich history about the fraternity online. Uh, yeah. And there's just good information out there. And it's all over the place. And regardless of how, you know, they, they got interested, uh, we need to do a good job of following up uh, with, the, with Iowa Masons that, that have an interest and to uh, teach them about the rich, rich history that we have right here in the state of Iowa. Yeah, I think the big thing is getting them, you know, under the tent, as they would say. And I think social media is a a great avenue for that. And there's a lot of really, really good uh, social media sites dedicated to Masons in in the state of Iowa uh, that do a really nice job. Um, So I think that's a that's a key point. Um, So let's get into, you know, uh, you know, the Grandmaster. How how did you get there? I mean, you know, tell us when you realized you were uh, the grandmaster, and I and I know a little bit about this. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. There's there's certainly a process, uh, and I don't have enough time to, and I don't know that I know the whole process to really explain it to you very well. Uh, but uh, but you know, I I'd been involved, of course, uh, with several appointments uh, in my you know, as a Grand Lodge officer and certainly helping out at the office. But uh, when it got closer to, well, I had to move back to Des Moines, I, uh, you know, I needed to, uh, to get back home. 
And so, uh, and then of course, uh, after you're an elected officer, then things can happen, uh, in, in that venue. But, uh, but no, it was really kind of a, you know, I kind of thought I was going to, you know, come back to Des Moines and just, you know, but, uh, it didn't work out that way. And, uh, I was honored, uh, to be, uh, asked, uh, uh, by past grandmaster Ted Wiley, uh, to be his chairman, which is, you know, kind of the next guy. Right. And, uh, uh, very honored for that. And then of course you go through a process. And I think the day that you're talking about was after the, uh, jurisprudence meeting, uh, in April, uh, would have been a couple of years ago. And, uh, I think we found you on, you were walking downtown and we were headed downtown, uh, yeah. to the Royal mile at the time. So, uh, yeah. So I think you, uh, you were there. You, I was there. I was uh, maybe yeah. one of the first that knew, right? Probably. <laughs> so what is that uh, year leading up to your term like? You know, what is that? What are you doing? And, and I guess the next question would be is when you step into the role, are you prepared? Uh, I don't think you're totally ever prepared. Uh, but I did feel about it and I had long conversations with both, uh, uh, yeah, past, past grandmaster Bill Post at the time. Uh, yeah, I thought he did a wonderful year. Yeah. Certainly with Ted and, uh, and his year. Uh, but we talked collectively about how to get that momentum back. Uh, you know, we were coming out of COVID, uh, and certainly, uh, a lot of inactivity going on in our, in our blue lodges. And, uh, we, you know, we wanted to get that back. And, and I, and I think Bill did a great job with his theme of ignite Iowa masonry and, yeah. uh, you know, trying to visit all the lodges, have them do a self-assessment. And then Ted moved us into his evolve program, you know, realizing why we became Masons. Don't forget that. Why, uh, we know what to do. And, uh, and then I wanted to build on, you know, that, um, and, you know, I, I've told this story and I, I tell it from time to time. I was a sports geek. I mean, I never played sports, but, uh, you know, I could play a little bit of baseball down at the, you know, at the, at the sandlots and, uh, you know, the little leagues that they used to have. But, uh, sure. but no, I, and I was just a sports geek. And, uh, and in my view, uh, and whether it's simplistic or not, but I think if we make it too complicated, you know, people can't, don't get the reference uh, right but no it's uh get in the game you know you, we hear that term a lot and it's like yeah we need to get in the game and we need to get off the bench we need to get off off the sidelines we need to get off the couch and and uh we need to have a reason and we need to have a game plan that's why i talk about that for lodges and and i think for individual masons too you need to have a game plan uh you know what what is it that you're seeking and there's all kinds of different avenues uh you know, certainly in this fraternity, uh, whether it's ritualistic work, you want to become, you know, a ritualist, uh, or you want to go down the philosophic, uh, you know, the esoteric learning, there's just all kinds of things. And, uh, you know, it's, it's what's in your game plan. And, and the thing about game plans is that, uh, you know, they can be changed at any time and our lodges need to have a game plan. And, uh, you know, for all of their members and to make sure they're, we're meeting their needs. And, you know, and I, I, I think too, it's a partnership. Uh, and I, uh, part of, part of what I see is people wanting to enhance their Masonic experience. And part of that is the appendant bodies as well. Right. I and mean, I'm a member of the York, right. The Scottish, right. And the shrine. 
Uh, Guilty. And and I know we have members that belong to Eastern Star. And uh, right. I think that's that's part of it. Uh, we're in this together and we each have uh, our strengths uh, and have things to offer uh, for our fraternity. And 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 one of the things I think, too, it's in the game plan. And, and I kind of, you know, kind of I was guilty as, you know, I'm a, a senior Malay. I was a Malay as a young young boy uh and aged out but and i you know i certainly been around i'm proud to be a dmla but uh you know we've lost quite a few chapters and and they're struggling as well and everything i've that i've talked to some of the you know officers it's they need advisors and we need to have masons that will step up it's not you know there's plenty of kids out there that would join dmla if uh if they had the support in the chapter and and i'm you know proud to say that i took the training and i i'm a dmla advisor now so nice i'm, I'm proud of that so yeah no i absolutely would be proud of that so you kind of touched on it get in the game live the ritual um you know when did that come to you it's it's kind of funny uh in a way uh in the fact that we do uh certainly uh, and I'll, I'll go back to the sports team. I mean, uh, Freemasonry creates the boundaries, the rules, and, mm-hmm. and basically the playbook and, and everything. But but it is, and and other uh, other grandmasters have had this as a theme. But it is, it is, it is a way of life. Um, and I think when you look at you know all the things that are going on in the world right now, uh, I think they this world needs more masonry uh, <laughs> right. and certainly the virtues and the, and the teachings that it has. And if nothing else, it's that, that, you know, that brotherly love and affection um, and, and being able to uh, who best can work and who best can agree. And, and if we can, we can have that in our lodges, we can have it in our daily lives as well. So you, your pin uh, is, is really cool. Uh, I'm a big fan, but uh, why did you pick the colors that you did for the pen? Well, you just happen to notice um, I am a <laughs> graduate of the University of Northern Iowa, and I worked there for I like, didn't uh, pick up on that at all. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, 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 a number of years, uh, and uh, you know, I uh, yeah, I got when I got laid off from John Deere. Actually, I went back to school, and, and John Deere paid two two thirds my my uh, tuition, so I. My undergraduate degree was in graphic arts, and I got hired on in the in the media center, uh, and uh, and then uh, got communication technology was my uh, graduate degree, and uh, did a lot of things. But I I was the uh, multimedia specialist for the for the university, and and did a lot of things. And one of the things was I uh, I got to film the football team, and uh, I filmed their Thursday practice, and also all the game film uh, for twelve seasons. So. That was a oh, lot of that's fun. awesome! Very yep. cool. So uh, let's meet the grand officers. Uh, if you could just uh, announce who they are and and maybe pick one to highlight. And in future episodes, I think we're going to have somebody to uh, you know we'll have the officers join us and and give us their take on everything. Well, uh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, you know, I'll just run down the list and uh, 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 basically the deputy grand master this year is uh, Guy McCausland. Um, guys, a uh, uh, I, I met Guy, geez, 2010, uh, over in Clinton. Uh, he's from Comanche, and uh, I've known him. He's been in uh, other. He was, I believe, he served with uh, with uh, Bill Crawford's year, uh, 
I think he was senior grand deacon. Uh, but yeah, when I, when you have to start picking officers, uh, he was one of the first ones. Uh, I, 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 guy's a great ritualist and, uh, and just a great leader. And plus he was a football coach. So it was kind of rubbed off, uh, <laughs> right. and, uh, senior grand warden, uh, there's two, well, actually four, uh, officers, um, that I don't get to pick. And, but I couldn't be more pleased with the elected officers this year. Uh, uh, John Lloyd is your senior grand warden. He's from Clive. I've served with John in 2015, 2016. Uh, and Marv Kendall, who I've known for years, uh, he's from Pella. He is your junior grand warden. Uh, the grand treasurer, uh, Bill Dayton, served with him and Terry Osborne. I know. What year did he serve? Uh, I'm sure he'll tell me. Uh, mm -hmm. But he is your grand treasurer. I've known Bill for several years. He's uh he belongs to Powashik Lodge over in Malcolm. He lives in Brooklyn. And then, of course, uh, the Grand Secretary, Craig Davis, uh, elected. This is He's beginning his 10th year as our Unbelievable run, isn't it? Yeah. And it just, wow, where does that time go? Uh, but he's done a great job, and he's been a great friend. Uh, he was my first Grand Master. So, uh, yeah, we go way back. Um, and then uh, your Grand Chaplain is uh, Paul Anderson from Iowa City. I've known Paul. I got to know Paul a little more through the, some of the appendant bodies and certainly uh, through my time in Cedar Rapids. Um, your grand marshal is Tom Nash. Tom lives in Elkhart. He happens to be a lodge member uh, at Operative Lodge in Polk City. So I've known Tom and, uh, you know, and he ha has a military background and, and, you know, that's kind of what you need for the guy that yeah. does all the pr processions and things like that. And, uh, and we go into senior grand deacon is Sean Scott. He is from Cedar Rapids. Uh, well, actually Marion, uh, senior D Malay. Uh, and so I, you know, and there's a couple of them you kind of put in certain spots, uh, because there's, you know, part of our ceremonies and everything, there's some expanded, uh, lectures right. and things like that. Uh, junior grand deacon, Ron Payne. He's from council bluffs, uh, yeah, I've known Ron for a while. He's been on and he still serves on the Lodge Service Committee. And uh, he's just a great proponent of, uh, of Freemasonry out west and uh, just does a great job. Uh, I couldn't be more proud of these guys. Uh, the Senior Grand Steward, uh, I handpicked. Uh, it's, a, it's a jewel that I wore uh, oh, in okay. my first go around. So yeah. it's like, okay, uh, I want Bruce Lutz. And, uh, Bruce is from Comanche. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he, he, uh, he's just a special guy. Um, and it, it you know, and when you talk to people and, and you, you say, I'd like to, you know, have you, and it's kind of hush hush and all this and that. And sure. I, I talked with Bruce several, several times and I'm so glad that he said yes. Uh, and, uh, junior grand steward is, uh, uh, Corey Stoneburner. Uh, Corey lives in Boone, belongs to the lodge over in Ogden. And the Grand Tyler uh, this year is Jim White from Melbourne. He goes to Full Moon Lodge, and Jim's just all over the place. And and uh, it's it's been a lot of fun. I and uh, the the ladies are all good. Uh, we've met with everybody, and uh, you know it's just a yeah. It's, it the, the I I couldn't be you know and you never know you know it's like. You know, I don't know how, you know, how you don't know how everything's going to come together. Right. But, uh, That's a lot man, of people. Right off the get go. I mean, we were busier than heck. Uh, 
September, October, November. Uh, you know, we did two cornerstones in the same week, cornerstone ceremonies at, uh, at a recreation center and then at school. Uh, and uh, yeah, we were, we hit the road hard. And, uh, but I just couldn't be more proud of this group, how they've come together and, and, uh, help each other. And, uh, but now we're just kind of, you know, we kind of had our downtime December, January, and, uh, and now we're starting to pick things back up with, uh, with, well, we had our first event, uh, on Saturday. So, you know, you mentioned, uh, the time commitment and everything like that. And I know, uh, your lady Anne, and you have, uh, given a lot of time to masonry, uh, any apprehension, you know, when it, it came to, you know, becoming the grandmaster? Well, actually, she was the first one I asked, uh, <laughs> you know, when we had a private conversation. It's just like, hey, uh, I've been asked to do this. And what do you think? You know, because she knows she's uh, been around and, and knows a lot of the former first ladies, certainly all the families that we served in. She, you know, befriended all the all the grandmasters uh, wives and so she knew uh, what was going on, and, and uh, uh, she said yes. And I know that she's reached out, and, and she's getting support from those, and, and she certainly gets support from uh, the ladies on, on the whole family. So it's, yeah, she was the first one I had to ask. So she said okay. I said okay, okay we're jumping in. So, I'll take an okay. Yeah. So let's uh, just get a kind of a state of the state. How, how has the year been going? Uh Good. Uh, you know, like I said, uh, coming out of the gate, we were, we were busy. Uh, we've got some great events planned that I'll highlight here, uh, for the rest of the year. Uh, you know, one of the, uh, things that I I'm kind of focusing in on is, uh, is leadership, Masonic leadership, uh, both for our, uh, subordinate lodges and also for the grand lodge. I mean, we're not, we're running out of people, uh, mm -hmm. that, uh, perhaps, you know, we know could be good leaders and, and we need to, you know, train them or give them opportunities to lead. And I think uh, the first thing out of the gate is a Masonic leadership conference. And that's March 2nd. That'll be at the Des Moines Scottish, right? <clears throat> We've got three speakers, uh, uh, Bob Connolly from Michigan. They have a, a really nice uh, course that they run, uh, their lodge officers and things through for leadership development. They do a, a really nice job there. And the second speaker is Wayne Spooner from where you hail from now from mm -hmm. Illinois. Mm -hmm. And uh, Wayne is on the membership committee there. And, and in Illinois, uh, they have a thing called roadmap to the East yep. and it's a workshop environment. And uh, <clears throat> I just think it's a great thing. And then the, the final speaker is kind of a motivational one and kind of gets back to, you know, my theme a little bit and the fact that uh, uh, Kent Stocks from Marion, he was the uh, baseball coach for Norway High School. And I forget what year it was right off the top of my head, but he wrote a book about it. And basically he, he coached the kids and uh, Norway was uh, consolidating. Uh, this was their final year, their final season. And uh, he got them motivated and his whole thing is how do you want to be remembered? And right. uh, by golly, they won their 20th uh, uh, state championship in baseball. Nice. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm really excited to, about this event. I, I, I think it's going to be great for uh, all that all that attend. And uh, the Lodge Service Committee is going to kind of announce and be a kickoff 
for their spring uh, meetings that they'll be having across the state. So, um, yeah, just just I think that's a great, great, uh, great spring practice, uh, spring training kickoff. So, yeah, no, I think it's a great idea. And I, I think, you know, when <clears throat> I got in the line, you you really didn't have a lot of direction. Right. And then, you know, all of a sudden you're the the worshipful master of your lodge. And I, I believe I came to you, Daryl, and you, you gave me, I, I think something off of Grand Lodge's website. And it, it's, it's like, it basically tells what, you know, each officer is supposed to be doing in the year, preparing for the next role and, and, and all of that. And, you know, I was already, I was already behind the eight ball because I was reading it when I was a master, you know, and you really want to try to get, <laughs> everybody ready for the the next year that's that's literally what you're doing you go to into any lodge in any state everybody knows that the stewards are going to be you know making dinner or responsible for dinner but other than that you you really don't get that training that you need right and there and there's a publication that that uh, was produced decades ago it's called the masters and wards handbook and i think that's what i got for you yeah uh, which is full of a lot of that information but uh i am happy to say that uh, the lodge service committee is updating that uh that material and we've also got some other coursework and courses uh that were given to us from the state of uh, grand lodge of california and uh, and uh, some of the committee is uh, looking at some of those, and it has to do with lodge administration, uh, you know, officers, you know, all those type of things. And and that will actually, I'm excited, will actually uh, go into our training area on the uh, Iowa membership portal. So it'll be always available, and uh, we can update it in one place if we need to, and it's available to all uh, Iowa Masons that have an account. So it'll be there. Yeah, it's a it's a great piece to read. Absolutely. If you haven't read it, uh, read it because it is it is very, very, very helpful. So, you know, um, you've been visiting a lot of uh, the lodges in in Iowa. Um, you know, why don't you highlight one that uh, you think that they're doing it right and they're doing things different and you're, you're just really happy, you know, to see what they're doing? Well, one that I'm going to highlight and, and I can't wait to get there. Uh, and that's Jackson Lodge number 42 in Centerville. Okay. Uh, and there are, there is a core group of maybe three or four guys, I think. Uh, and, uh, I saw them, uh, I, I, they, they attended the, uh, Grand Lodge session at, uh, you know, that was at the consistory. Uh, and I talked to them and they, and they're, they're, they're bringing in more members or they're, engaged and uh they actually remodeled their whole lodge room uh and it's actually absolutely gorgeous um but these guys just and i i asked him i said how are you how are you getting all he said we just talk to people we talk to people about masonry and uh and they've got that community excited and and uh they've refurbished the lodge and it looks beautiful i know we're uh trying to work out some dates to do a rededication and perhaps a third degree at, at Jackson Lodge number 42. I know a lot of uh, some of my officers have, have been there and helped them out. Others have too, uh, you know, because, you know, they're rebuilding, they're regrowing. Uh, right. They don't have a lot of uh, ritualists, uh, but I, I know a lot of people have traveled from far and wide to, uh, to help them out. And so, it's a, it's a really cool thing. I can't wait to get there, but, uh, but there are other lodges. Um, 
You know, one of the things that, uh, and, and it's a lodge, Dan, that I, I, you belong to. And yeah. I just, I went the other night, it was a stated meeting for, um, and there was a talk and I loved it. Uh, who was to, who was came? And uh, yeah. it's like, wow. Okay. So, but it, it's nice. We have a short business meeting, uh, then some, uh, a dinner and fellowship and, and education. And, uh, and I was asked to go, wow, we didn't expect to see you here. And it's like, oh, I, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. I could I'm be somewhere guy. else, but I want to be, I want to be here. I, I wanted to be here. And, and the reason I want to be there or here, uh, and certainly my other lodges that I'm a member of, one of them, I don't get to enough cause it, well, it's two hours away, but, uh, no, I, it keeps me grounded. Um, it, it, you know, yeah, I, well, we didn't expect you to be here. Well, I'm nothing special guys. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm a Mason and, yeah. you know, and I'm here it's for the third Thursday and I felt like coming to a meeting, you know, that's right. <laughs> yep. So, and, uh, and you know, but anyway, the, the lodge that you're speaking of, they do a really, really good job of their educational programs. And I think oh. that what I've seen as I've, I've been in, since I've been in Iowa, two different states, that's what's bringing the younger Masons in mm -hmm. is those educational programs. And they're, it, it, it's not, you know, the secretary reading every minute. It's, mm -hmm. it's those educational programs that are, are really bringing the, the fellowship together. And uh, I think that's, that's, that's awesome. Oh, I do too. And it's, it's legacy lodge number 678. Uh, yes. and, uh, I was one of the charter members to begin with. And then, uh, the lodge kind of struggled, but the, but the merger between, uh, the two lodges now has just made it uh, fantastic. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, membership growth is because of what they do. And, mm -hmm. and I think a lot of lodges are, are tailoring themselves into something similar. I, I know that, uh, my lodge in Polk city, we have education at, at every meeting and right. we're trying to keep our business meetings shorter uh, yep. and, uh, and doing that distribution electronically uh, for information and get that out to them beforehand. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it, it, it is the fellowship. I think that really brings us together. It's that brotherly love and affection. I'll keep pitching that, uh, right. that makes us Masons and it makes us uh, want to do things. I, you know, it's, it's like, how are we going to get to know each other, uh, truly get to know each other, uh, if it's not, if it's just in a tiled lodge? Uh, mm -hmm. I encourage to have fellowship events, maybe an event outside, you know, could be not on your stated meeting. Invite the family. If we don't keep inviting the family and keeping the family involved, uh, it, it's harder and harder for certainly young Masons with young children. Uh, right. to, to get the lodge and, and, you know, the whole scheme, I mean, life is different. Uh, both, both, the uh, man and women both work. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, yeah. So we gotta, we gotta adapt a little bit to, you know, having more activity for those young ones and, and this and that make it easier. And, and, and once you get to know the families, I, you know, you can really look at a brother's eyes and just say, you know, I really care about you Yeah. and I care about your family. Yeah. So, and, uh, and I think the fellowship part of that, getting to know each other has a lot to do with that. Absolutely. 
Um, so let's talk about the, the rest of the year as a whole, 40,000 foot view. Um, before we get into your calendar, you know, what are you, what are you looking forward to in the, uh, the rest of the year? You know, what are you excited about? Well, what I'm excited about, and I, you know, and, uh, uh, is to get back out there, uh, with the guys, uh, certainly with, you know, the officers that I, that we have, uh, we're headed to Fairfield on Monday night. Uh, great little lodge uh, down there, Clinton number 15, um, mm -hmm. and, and get out there and spread the word, you know, and talk about the theme, uh, you know, and try to, if, if nothing else, just be a cheerleader uh, to hopefully motivate either uh, a few masons, a lodge, uh, and offer assistance. Um, you know, if they're struggling with something, I want to hear about it. And we can find resources to help these uh, lodges out there and, and, and we'll do our best to do it. Um, and that's, that's really just, just that contact uh, with other Masons. And, uh, and again, uh, if it is being a cheerleader, uh, you know, this and that, I, I, I realize uh, they, they like the pomp and the circumstance, you know, we wear the fancy mm -hmm. jewels and, and yeah, all yeah, this yeah. and that. But at the end of the day, uh, we're just there to help. We right. want, we want you, how can I help you be better? That's right. You know, really all, all that I really want. I want you to be better. It's not about me. I want you to right. be better. Right. So let's talk about your, uh, your upcoming calendar, uh, for, you know, the next couple of weeks. Well, it, again, the, the first thing is, again, that leadership rally. Uh, the registration is out there on our website and also in uh, the Iowa membership portal. So sign up for that. It's not a big cost, $30. I want to thank the uh, Iowa Masonic Charities and the uh, Scottish Rite Foundation for kind of helping uh, underwrite uh, most of that uh, so we could keep the cost down, I think, everybody. Good. And you'll get a really cool T-shirt. And if you're familiar with Ray Gunn, it's going to be Ray Gunn like, okay. Okay. Uh, I, Ray Gunn I can't afford, I can't afford Ray Gunn, but, uh, but we're going to be Ray Gunn like, so there's going to be words on a shirt. Right. Um, uh, and then, uh, uh, grandmasters one day class, uh, just as a thing, if you got to get petitions in, in February, get them voted on in March so that they're ready to go by the 1st of April. Uh, the one day's class will be at the Cedar Rapids uh, Masonic temple, which is attached to their consistory. Uh, right. And that will be April 27th. Uh, uh, charity golf outing uh, will be in Marshalltown. Uh, just fun events. And, and a right. couple of things that I, I wanted to showcase, you know, not everybody golfs, right? I, I know that I disc golf. I don't stick golf. I, I throw a, a a disc at a basket all um, right and it's and it's free okay number one it's free uh <laughs> but the other thing that so we've got a couple of events planned and i thought how can i get families family friendly uh events that everyone can do yeah and so i've scheduled two uh cornhole challenges i mean you're talking about a game what's right. the favorite thing you do when you go to a game is tailgate what do you yeah. do at a tailgate you cornhole, you play cornhole, right? And everybody can do it, and so we're just getting the organization of that. But I, I'm partnering with the shrine, two shrine centers that I belong to. It was a Gazik here in Altoona and Elka here over in Hiawatha, and uh, I, I just think it's an opportunity for us to a raise awareness for because these these will be open to the public and uh, raise awareness of what the the philanthropy that we do, 
uh, yeah. that we help kids. We we're going to raise some money for Masonic charities. And the one thing that I do want to talk about too is uh, is Anne's uh, Anne's fundraising effort and and her emphasis for her year. Um, her she's selling pins uh, right. like I mine, and uh, but it's a it's a ribbon, a purple mm-hmm. ribbon, which uh, is for epilepsy. Right. And, uh, you know, it's near and dear to my heart and, and certainly to our whole family. Uh, and, uh, you know, she talks about it a lot better than I do. Uh, but in, in a nutshell, uh, her whole thing is about Masonic awareness and she wants people to know what to do. Uh, you know, if someone you encounter has a seizure right? and, and more importantly, what not to do, uh, that's probably the most important thing is what not to do. Uh, but, uh, so Part of her uh, challenge out there, and we're starting to see quite a few, uh, we'll have kind of an update for in the March bulletin, uh, but we're challenging a 1,000 Masons to take a course on, Iowa, uh, it's epilepsy.com slash first aid, and you go through a 90-minute, 75-minute uh, video program, answer some questions, there's a pre-test, a post-test, and, and just snap a picture snap a picture of you holding up your certificate. And I've asked, uh, uh, one of the members of the uh, lodge service committee, he's putting together a collage. So, uh, of all the pictures and, uh, but yeah, that's, that's something too. So, uh, she's going to highlight those at the, at these outings. And she's also planning, uh, and she's got the okay, uh, from the Iowa epilepsy foundation that, uh, uh, there's some epilepsy walks. One is the, on the 13th of April, I believe in, uh, in Iowa city. And she has their permission, uh, cause we have, she'll have a little booth to, you know, talk about awareness and, uh, sell lemonade. And, uh, but she's got permission for, uh, we can have Masons there handing out information about Freemasonry. So I think that's really that's a, cool. It's a win-win for us. Yep. Win for, for all of us. Um, if you send me that link, um, I'll post it on the social media so that we can oh, yeah, sure. make everybody aware of it. We'll uh, do. Again, everybody, this is our first time at this, so uh, we'll get a little better as it goes. Um, the thing that you brought up that I, I, I just have to ask, the, the one-day class, you know, there's always, <clears throat> you know, whenever there is a, a, a new grandmaster, the one thing that goes around every lodge uh, I believe is, are we going to have a one day class? Are they going to go with the one day class? You know, right. um, you know, what, what is your feeling about the one day class? Uh, I, I, I have mixed emotions. Uh, yeah. and, and I, 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 I do. And I, and I don't take that lightly. Uh, they're a necessary thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe in the fact that, you know, and, and, and what we're seeing, you know, there's just a lot of lodges out there that, uh, a can't open or close or, or certainly perform degree work, but we have seen a resurgence and, and, and we've stressed and, and I see a lot of it going on, uh, either study clubs or, you know, MIDL clubs that are, they're going out and helping lodges. Right. And, and my hope is that, you know, they're, they're helping them not only to get people through the degrees, but also to teach the work to the members in the lodge. Uh, sure. And that's my, that's my biggest hope. And I, and I think that, that, you know, it, I think that's happening. Uh, but the one day class, um, the biggest thing for me, and I know we had a meeting 
oh, not too long ago. And we, and, I, and we talked about it. It's, you got to make sure that when they get back to the lodge, they just don't sign the bylaws and then that's it. Right. You know, that's not, that's not it. Uh, the it is in going through each of the degrees, whether you want to call it proficiency or, you know, those, the course, uh, also learning the modes of recognition and, and, and the password and grips. Uh, but again, in, in my view, that's the beginning. That's the beginning. And then the rest of it is the orientation, uh, and the enrollment, uh, that has to happen. And, uh, you know, what, and I just don't think that's just not a problem of the one day class. It's just a problem. We're not doing very well, uh, at, in some of our subordinate lodges. I think yeah, that, no. that's the biggest thing I think that, uh, would help us in, you know, membership retention. Um, and, and that seems to be our biggest problem. So, you know, I, it's interesting because, um, I, I, I understand the, the conflict between the one day class and, and, and all of that. Um, I was fortunate enough to go through all my degrees. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm happy I did. Um, but I've definitely brought people in and, and taken them through the one day class. Mm -hmm. The one thing that I really enjoy about the one day class as a Mason is you see really, really good ritualists mm -hmm. and it, it, you know, not taking it away, but it's not guys wearing polos and, 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 you know, there, there's none of that. It's, it's, it's serious. It's the, the ritual it's 98% right. You know, and it, it's, it's, that's what I like about it. And I think it's a really good thing for, for people that are already Masons to see it. So I think there's more of a value, not only about the bringing the, the candidates in, obviously, that's the number one thing, but I think it's seeing it and seeing people do it and seeing people do it right. Um, and, and I think it, you know, when you see a one day class like that, you go back to your lodge and you, you up your game a little bit, you know, it's like after you go to a, a work convention or, or something like that, um, you really up your game. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of that. And, and, and two, um, you know, you mentioned about, yeah, it, it's serious and we, it's taken seriously, uh, but that shouldn't just happen in a one day class. It should happen everywhere. Yep. Every time there's, you know, a tiled lodge for, a, for an entered apprentice degree, a fellow craft degree or a master Mason degree. Uh, yep. it is serious. And there's a lot of lessons to leave for that candidate or brother to learn. Uh, and, 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 and you mentioned too about, you know, um, I, I hate to get on kick, but, you know, let's show respect for our ritual by showing up wearing something nice. Uh, yeah. it doesn't necessarily have to be a three piece suit. I'm not, I'm not saying that, right. But let's, let's, let's give the dignity that our ritual deserves and, uh, and not only do it to the best of your ability, nobody's perfect. Uh, oh. but, uh, do it to the best of your ability and, and do it like you mean it. Um, and not just reading it, uh, cause there is a lot of lessons to it. And I, I, I think probably 90% of it is done that way. You yeah. Know? I would agree with that. I do. I do. And we certainly see when we go to lodges and do it, they do the first section, we'll do the second section of the third degree. There's, they knock it out of the park. I mean, yeah. they really do great work. So it's a lot of fun. 
All right. Well, let's wrap things up. Um, we will be doing a, another episode in the upcoming weeks, uh, depending on your schedule and, and depending on how quickly I can get this out here. Um, but some things that uh, we've talked about in future episodes, uh, we definitely are going to include some guests. Uh, I know you have several people you want on. There's a couple of people I'd like to add to the to the mix. Sure. Uh, we are going to do an education uh, piece. Uh, you know, maybe we'll get uh, uh, Tim Whipple to come on and, and talk about Tubalcane. That was uh, something I missed and uh, saw it was uh, really excited about it. And um, so there's a lot of things that uh, we have coming up. Uh, if you want to reach either one of us, you can reach us on uh, Facebook. I think, you know, most people in Iowa should be able to find us. Uh, we will get an email here shortly. Um, and if you have any questions um, for, for the Grandmaster, we'll have those questions. And if there's any topics you want us to tackle, we will do that as well. Uh, closing, um, anything you would like to say? Uh, just how proud I am to be an Iowa Mason. Uh, yeah. Number one, I, you know, the thing about, you know, some people say, well, Iowa, you know, this and that and everything. We do it right. And yeah. we do it and we do it with meaning. And, you know, and, and I, I have brothers I know from other jurisdictions, they do the same thing. Uh, mm -hmm. They just do it differently, right? Right. But uh, but I am very proud to be an Iowa Mason, and and uh, and every and I hope that I I'm sure that every Mason in Iowa is proud of that too. And so, yeah. uh, all my best to you, and I hope to see you on my travels. And uh, yeah, say hi, and if you like this, we'll keep doing it. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm excited. If you about didn't, doing we're going to give it another shot. We we That's right. we have microphones right. now. What are you going to do with that? Well, don't. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't have put a mic in front of the Grandmaster. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Until next time. Thank you.